What is this? Episode 97? Is it? Already? Yep. So this is our September 10th um, show. Uh, the day before. Gonna, the yeah, eve. We're going to have like a, a moment of silence for September 11th during this episode. I don't know. Did we you should. Some, some old woman put on, because the new iPhones were, are we taping? Oh, iPhone 11. Okay. iPhone 11, is it being released tomorrow? Well, I, they just announced it. I think it's not coming out for another month or so. But So they announced it and everything. And this old woman on Twitter was like, I, I guess some of us will never forget, but it looks like Apple thinks it's okay to celebrate the release of the iPhone 11 on September 11th. And then a person replies, uh, Cheryl, it's the 10th. <laughs> so they're like, Cheryl forgot. That's the date of the... Cheryl, it's the 10th. Never, never oh, lest we forget. What are you going to do to celebrate September 11th? Um, I'm going to go watch a kid's hockey game oh. and then go to Jasper Ave and do a comedy show. I think that's where that's it is, exciting. right? Yeah, it's the station or something. That's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, do, do comics still do September 11th jokes? Remember that was like the most edgy joke you could do yeah. for a little bit? For a while there, there was a whole lot of, there was a whole whack of 7-11, 9-11, right? People oh, had like yeah, a bunch yeah, of 9-11. Yeah. Imagine if it happened in fucking, you know, July. And we'd never get Slurpees again <laughs> <laughs> or something, that's you know. So bad. Yeah. Well, I had a joke about it that was about me coming out of the building, jumping out of the building, right? <laughs> Wait, tell us your 9-11 joke. I never had one. Or maybe I did, but I don't remember it. You probably had one that was like uh, about somebody, you know, like, well, that was the last time any, you know, we ever went down on, you know, like, <laughs> that tower went down faster than my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I don't. Okay, give me some credit. I wouldn't say no, something as terrible didn't. as that. I did <laughs> no, a, no, you would have had a good I did a roast show at the at uh, Tyler Morrison's Muskoka Comedy Festival, and there's yeah. a comic named Tom O'Donnell, um, and he was in the roast, and he went up before me, and then I just made a joke about it. I said, I haven't seen something that big and unfunny bomb since 9-11. I think that that's been done a million times, but that was my 9-11 joke. Huh. What was yours though about jumping? Oh, the it, deep knee bends. That was when oh, I. Oh my god! That's right. Deep I knee jumped, bends. I told. I would tell the audience such that I. Such a, such a good joke. I love it. It's horrible. No, it was not horrible. I would tell the audience that I was the only person in Tower Two, above the impact point, who was able to survive. And they're like, "What in the?" Fuck? Wait, were you Steve Ran is easy? I basically was. An ugly fat ran as easy. <laughs> so yeah, I, w- I told them that I was able to survive, and then I would say like, yeah, a bunch of people are freaking out. It's all smoky and shit. Like, how we're not gonna be able to get down? And I'm like, why don't we just jump out the fucking window, idiots? So, anyways, we're on the hundred and tenth floor. I smash the window out, take a dive out, and uh, luckily I was able to survive by landing like this. And then I do like a jump, and then I do a very deep knee bend. <laughs> And then I come back up to a fully wrecked <laughs> human position. And then I say, wasn't all good news, though. I did have a fully blown MCL on my right knee. <laughs> that was and a very was, funny joke. You should bring joke. that back. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Awanek is always like, do deep knee bend. Yes, he loved a deep knee bend. He <laughs> well, loved- no, he did not love anything. He loved me bombing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's what he loved. Yeah, that's What true. he actually loved is me doing terribly. So. Yeah, whenever he says, I love that part of a joke, you're like, maybe I should take it out. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably yeah. where he sees me in the most pain and enjoys yeah, it the exactly. most. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, good. <laughs> he likes it when other people are cutters. 
you know, word cutters. Oh. Well, they're cutting their own skin with words. <laughs> that's what he likes. <laughs> likes when people are in pain from not laughing. Oh, yeah. That's definitely that's definitely an Andrew uh, thing. Um, I was listening to the podcast. I was driving home from radio. Uh-oh. And I listened to last week's episode. And I was I also at the same Were time. Were you I with anybody? Like, no, I was just by myself. Okay. I would never make someone listen to it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So I was... Mm-hmm driving and i'm like nobody entered our t-shirt contest and then as i was was listening it was because the whole time i was explaining the contest i had the microphone on the right you couldn't couldn't hear me talking we could just hear you going yeah yeah (laughs) that's a good point good one (laughs) and oh that was the part where you were you were like we are gonna and i was like oh you're gonna threaten them yeah you started you can only hear you saying so you're starting with a veiled threat yeah (laughs) It's like if you don't do this, we you're not getting the shirt. You're not asshole. getting the shirt. Um, I think that we maybe we'll just like do the contest again because people didn't hear it. Because we still have a size large shirt, this beautiful shirt uh, that There's I'm wearing some, like, right now. That is a nice one. It's, I'm glad that I got to the size that I did. Usually, I'm offended by a double XL. You got a double XL? Yeah, but is it fits. Is this a double XL? I don't know. Let's check it out. I was like, this. I was like, this feels like a big extra large. I'm bad with ladies' hair. <laughs> oh, this is a this is a two. Oh my god! That re- that's a Reitman's medium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Reitman's medium. Yeah. I two am. A, X everywhere I else. Doing, I actually did it again this weekend because you reminded me of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a Reitman's medium. I really want to. Oh, no, I really want to. There's a spill in the studio. But it was the studio owner. Some piece tea that turned out to be. So it's okay. I think I was I did a show last weekend and it reminded me of uh, one of the funnier things. Road stories for me. I was doing a show a few years ago with Lori Ferguson Ford. Yeah. And who is nice. And she is. We we were in Invermere. Yeah. Oh, it was just in Invermere. Well, next to it. Oh yeah, you were I in Radio Invermere. I forget A and W. So we're doing a fundraiser, <laughs> and it's like you you know it's a yuck yuck show. So it's like do whatever the fuck you want, you know. Yeah. And then, but then we see the poster, and it's like clean, <gasps> clean comedy tonight. Oh yuck yucks, God. clean, 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 clean. Like they wrote clean. <laughs> Probably 14 times on this poster. Maybe that person had OCD. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> clean, I, clean. I, may, I think they might want it clean. So then... <laughs> I think they might be asking for clean comedy. So then we get to... The, we're at the venue, and the lady who's organizing it comes up to us. And she's maybe like in her mid-40s with like a cross around her neck and like a nice blouse and dressed up like a lovely Christian woman. <laughs> Do you remember and her name? I have no idea. But then... So I've never asked this question before, and I, I'll never probably ask it again. <laughs> but I was like, "Hey, uh, it says clean show. What, what kind of, what are you thinking for clean?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I don't know. Like just nothing over the top." <laughs> so then I'm like, "What would you? What would, can you give me an example of something that you might consider to be like over the top?" And she's like, "Oh, I guess like fuck my wet pussy." <laughs> and I was like. What the fuck? <laughs> was it hilarious coming from her mouth? Oh, it was. I mean, it was just crazy to hear. I thought she was going to say like rinky dinky poo poo or like <laughs> rinky dinky. Don't if talk anyone about, says rinky dinky. People will lose their. Don't talk about minds. girls bum bums. 
like I, I that's what I, yeah that's what I thought she was gonna say I thought she was gonna say bum bum or poo poo I had no idea that she was gonna say fuck my wet <laughs> my pussy, wet pussy. <laughs> and it was so obvious that she'd said it a thousand times oh like that God. is her bedroom go to that is her her Christian kids are asleep and Randy's fucking her wet pussy. And then it made me think, like, is like that's the line. Wet, pu- the fuck my wet pussy is over the line. Is a dry pussy closer? Yeah, what if you said yeah is it dry pussy? Is a dry pussy dirtier or is it wet oh, pussy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a wet pussy that is is moist, uh, moist, ge- moist genitals. It's kind of gross, right? Kind of gross. Yeah. But then there's also dry pussy that you, you know. That's gross I don't too. know. Yeah, that's weird. That's painful. That it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. So what's dirtier, wet or dry? I didn't ask that follow up. Oh, I just you I remember. I you should have had a little debate with the church. I think lady. I just stood there. I must have stood there for like I don't know, fucking five minutes. So not did saying. you do a clean set? Oh, we basically just didn't say fuck or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Did know, you or talk wet about pussies. wet pussies? No, no wet pussy. T- <laughs> But it was just like she was thinking of something. Like it, she took a little time with it. Yeah. You know, like oh, I don't know what would be over the line. Let me fuck my wet pussy. And I was just like, wow, I don't, I that is mind boggling. And Lori was just like, okay, like you know, Lori just absorbed it. Like, okay, pussy. I won't say fuck my wet pussy. Make love to my lubricated vagina. <laughs> yeah. That's no, the clean that version. is classy. That is classy. that is that is corporate naughty. <laughs> corporate naughty. I love when people say oh that. My like, God, I want to do an album I'm corporate, called corporate, corporate naughty, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be corporate nice. <laughs> that would be such a good tour. I think people would book it. I don't think they would. <laughs> I think they might stay away from it. Like I was at the Calgary Yucks this weekend, and I had down, I had download cards, and Did you I sell them? no, I just could what? not bring myself. Why Couldn't do you have these download cards then? They sent them to me. Well, sell them, Sean. I would love to. I sold I'm physically, five. I'm fucking physically incapable of doing that. Oh, I know. Like it's, I was standing there with painful. the download cards on the stool yeah. during the show. Yeah. And the show would go fine. And then it would be the time to say, hey, guys, I got these fucking download cards, blah, blah, blah. And the middle was some guy from Toronto that was selling fucking buttons that said shit happens or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shit happens. Just the wor- I love it when people's merch is like a phrase that's already in the world. Okay. my In my defense, mine was funny. I did send nudes, which was already in the world. See, that's it disgusting. It was pretty shitty of me, but me... I made money. But there's nothing wrong with it because like Damon Schritter used to sell hockey card shirts. Oh, yeah. Right? They were like OP cheap premieres. Like those are cool. Yeah. And those are like Tim Coslo sells fucking Frank Zappa yeah, merchandise. Paintings. Um, no, I like I totally. It, but that's like that's the this is the Canadian in you because you go and down to the states and there are like amateurs that have a whole clothing line of one phrase well, that they said once or I mean, or someone else's phrase like say what? <laughs> yeah, like who dat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. New shirt. Who dis? <laughs> you should do that one. New shirt. Who dis? You should do. We gotta make you some extra money. It's <laughs> yeah. so easy. It really is. The thing with the download cards is, yeah, it's really fucking painful to stand there while oh, people like avoid your eye contact. Makes me sick. But you still, you could still sell some and make some money. So fuck I it. Know. Who cares? No, and there was like I'm, I'm, I'm saying like there was already a middle selling fucking uh, trinkets. Yeah. 
So it would have been album. easy for me to stand there or whatever. But it's your album. Like, it's not I, a button. Yeah, it's like, like if somebody really liked your comedy show, they'll be like, yeah, I want to keep it. And then they remember your name, Sean. So you have to do oh, some of this God, stuff. God, I just cannot. It's part of your job. This is your job. There are parts of every job that people don't want to do. I hate mopping. <laughs> and yeah. I have to mop the fucking restaurant every morning. And it I hate suck. doing it, but I still have to do it because it's part of my job. So I enjoy other parts of the job way more, which is just like stand up. Like I love being on stage. I tell you, I like hanging out after. I hate selling stuff, but that's like the one thing that you have to do that you hate and just get oh. it over with. And honestly, no one's going to be like, follow this fucking idiot trying to sell shit. Like none of those people yeah, are like no. that. Well, I mean, I've seen American headliners of the comic strip eat a nut sack for 43 minutes and still minutes. sell stuff and i'm like man like they're gonna walk off and go right back to their room and have yes. a good cry and then they go um if you're interested in uh you know blah, blah. and then i'm like are you doing a merch pitch at yeah. the end of a near boo off yeah you're almost getting booed off and they still sell stuff and though they're still like hey follow me on uh, instagram and yeah. i'm like they will fucking follow <laughs> you to kill you on instagram <laughs> It's true though, like, it, but that's just my best. Analogy I just can't. To, like, I just can't it, do it. Just cannot. No, but you, it's so hard to do. You, it's like you because you do it right. Like you stand there. Bills. It's easier for you though, because no, nobody's going to come up to you and be like, you know what, you were sick and you made my stomach turn. People have said that to me before. Really? I've had like women say gross and awful things to me. They're like, this one woman was like, "You're disgusting," and not in a funny way. And I was just like, okay. Like it's happened before, but I just like mm. I'm at this like place in my life where I don't even fucking care what anybody thinks most of the time. I mean, yeah. I still have some issues, but like at this point, I'm like, if you didn't like my comedy show, I feel sad for you. You can't laugh at stuff. Like I can't if you don't think that I'm yeah. funny and talented, I feel bad for you that you came out to enjoy yourself and you left angry. Like you can't even go out and enjoy yourself. Like those are the people you just have to be like just fuck those people. But there are people that want to buy your album, Sean. And it's yeah. like, uh, it's, it's like money sitting at home doing nothing. Like I sold I, five of my cards and pins and that's an extra hundred bucks. And that paid for my gas for the trip. So I'm actually well, I'm making money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I had, don't want to lecture you, but I do need I had to. like a terrible customers, like the worst customer service experience of my life. Uh, Cause I was trying to, I thought my stuff was on sound exchange already. Yeah. Like my new album or whatever. I just thought automatic. I just assumed that. Yeah. The tr and people told me like, Oh, your name is. You're just getting played name. so much, by the way. I didn't even know that, but like I looked at, so I contact, so I look at my account on sound exchange and I'm like, Oh, none of it's, none of it's uploaded. None of it's here. None of these tracks are here. And I'm the tracks from my album. Yeah. So I call Sound Exchange, and it's one of those customer service experiences where she doesn't want to talk to me, and she's not in front of a computer, so she doesn't have my file up or anything. Oh she's in, she's God. not looking at a computer screen that has all my information. She's out having she's contact, she's so yeah. in a she's on a phone, and she realizes like, oh fuck, this is a goddamn fucking idiot. Look at that's last week or this week, and this week just started. I I was I looked at it, I was like, holy shit. Is that a lot? Yes. How many do you usually get? That's like get? triple what they play me. I, well, I'll, I'll show you mine. It's embarrassing. Look, I was like, what is he? He gets played all the time. I wasn't complaining. I didn't say no, anything I know you weren't I didn't even. I wasn't even You looking. just thought that they weren't going to play any of it, and they're playing right. it all the time. Because as much as everybody has made an album to get on to serious radio, not every album is funny. 
like just because you make an album doesn't mean yeah i'm going to be on the radio that's my that was my whole problem with the the whole people with the just ross radio is like well yeah like if you're being played it's because you're good at what you do and you deserve to be compensated but then there's all these people that are like i submitted my album i'm a year in and they never even played it and it's like oh people were saying that yes like people were Uh it's only for some people some people get more than others i'm like yeah because some people are funnier than others what do you want me to fucking tell you like I cannot stand it's a well it's but it's always like a subjective mind fuck where they're like all you have to do is look and see one name of somebody with one shitty joke and then go oh sure they'll play that fucking guy's joke yeah. about shopping carts yeah. but they won't play my stuff about tearing down the patriarchal <laughs> That's like a that's like a patriarchy but it's but they're like criminals. I I It's I, like a patriarchy gang called the Patriarcho. <laughs> It's a Mex- they're Mexican drug lords. <laughs> yeah, look at me hate. last week. They played me once last week. Fair. <laughs> so, whatever. But no, get, so whatever. Get Figure your stuff. Out. I don't want to talk about this right now. <laughs> All right, fine. No, I was but- just saying, like, so I'll make it brief. But there was like, so I'm talking to her, explaining, like, hi, um, you know, I'm I'm trying to upload these tracks, um, you know, and I'm dumb, so I'm like, what is this? You know, how do I get to? And she's just, she just wouldn't talk. She was just like, and that's a problem. Yeah, that that should be in the frequently asked questions portion oh of the. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it is, but, but I I'm was calling just, you because it's I need help. Yeah. So and <laughs> imagine she, that woman on the suicide hotline. And I'm like, I'm like, could you just? I'm like, is there any way you could just kind of look at my account? Like, uh, you know, I've given you my ID number and all that. Could you just look at my account and see? If the tracks are there, because when I look at it in one page, it's all there. Yeah. But when I look at it on another page, none of it's there. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I don't have that in front of me. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay. Um, all right. Did you ask to talk to somebody else? No. Like, she she maybe said, it was like the most, she said five or six words. Like, that would be in the frequently asked questions. Oh, my And then God. another pause, and then me telling another story about... So it was, you know, that how, means somebody is getting paid to refer people to the frequently asked questions on their website. Somebody's getting paid to do this, and yeah. they're getting away with it. Well, and the like the crazy like I was trying to like, at, and you know how when you're asking somebody a question, they'll say like, mm-hmm. like they'll kind of as you're asking a long form question, they'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. like they'll kind of interject a little bit to let you know that they're still listening to what the fuck you're saying. Yeah. But I'm asking like longer questions and she's not making a sound yeah so i'm like halfway through i'm like hello and she's like yeah oh my god and i'm like okay so anyway and then i keep going and then at the end i'm like hello and she's like yeah oh my god i'm like what the fuck kind of conversation is this and then i called back i had to call back the next day and i'm like please be somebody yeah, else i have a different question and i can't find it on the fucking website and it was the same lady. I and guarantee you Sound Exchange's call center is a woman that has a cell phone and it takes it with her everywhere. And she's like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta answer yeah. Sound Exchange. Yeah. Go to the frequently asked questions. For That's sure. where all the answers. <laughs> if you had a question, why wouldn't you go where they're frequently asked? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, if you don't find it on frequently asked, it's because nobody asks it because it's fucking easy to figure out, yeah. you coward. Yeah, you fucking idiot. It's either on the frequently asked questions <laughs> or you're an idiot for not knowing <laughs> it already. I'm trying to watch <laughs> the Joker in theaters with my son. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> That's 
That's yeah. exactly that's, what it is. That's it's the vibe one I got. fucking yeah. person with a cell phone. It's not a call center of people waiting to give you great customer service. It's one person. I don't think they're a big operation. And then I called the IRS and they were like, hello, my name is Lashana. I'm a badge number. I was <laughs> like, oh my God, I love this. <laughs> was she very helpful? She was very nice. They, some Americans are extremely polite. Like when I worked for the Neiman Marcus call center, we would like have to. Their calls being recorded. All the of the sound exchange call that no, ain't recorded because it's like, a person with a cell phone yeah. that does all the customer service yeah. phone calls. But yeah, I remember doing call center stuff, and like sometimes we have to talk to the agents in Dallas, and they were like the sweetest sugar pie, honey, and they were yeah, so little... cute, and I loved them so much. But then you talk to some evil Americans, and you're like, no, you exist. Yeah. Some of you are horrible. No, this lady was fu- I just loved it because it was like, hi, I'm an IRS agent and my name is Lachine. There was like a weird, like Lachine's de- Lachine, Lachina or something. Lachine. And my badge number is, you can skip the badge number. I will not be putting that into a fucking file of any. <laughs> and my badge number is one zero. I'm like, you can skip it. You know why? Because every American that gets angry is like, what's your badge number? What's your Tell employee me your number? Fucking badge I'm going to so much I'm gonna trouble. call somebody else that you have lunch with. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what people don't is like you think you know we these guys are together. in the same fucking office oh, right? yeah, like yeah. so i mean it's not I can like sometimes hear someone else's conversation like, let me speak to your manager and it's it's like i'm you know we have i can tell you we go to ricky's three times a week <laughs> it's not like i'm gonna give you to somebody else and they're gonna be like oh don't listen to that Here, underling of mine i can tell you no 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 so when i worked at, Co- at neiman marcus call center i worked in the like I ended up getting promoted to the ops desk, Ooh. which meant like I was that person when they said, can I talk oh, to your manager? No, you were the so manager. there was a whole team of us. So we weren't really managers, but like, I guess we had like a little bit more? more power. Yeah. I got paid like a dollar more uh, <laughs> capitalism, you know, but uh, so I remember like it would always be like the second someone asked to speak to a man, when a call is escalated, you call immediately. So it would always be like, go like this. When they put you on hold when you ask to speak to a manager, it goes, they go, it's the other person, okay, I got this awful person on the phone. Here's their order number. This is what they're trying to do. They keep calling me a bitch. And then we would joke about it a little bit and then, uh, you know, put comments on their files and stuff. And then uh, five minutes later, I pick up the phone like, yes, I'm the manager. How can I help you? And it'd be like someone else like freaking out over free shipping. And I, you know, if I was like bored, I'd be like, uh, I would make it difficult. But like usually I just oh, be like, man. oh, I'll just take off the ten dollars, thank you. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. But I guess that does encourage people to just talk to the manager. But I mean, but yeah. I fought sometimes too. Like if you get a totally dick ass person, I fought what they wanted. That so remind, hard. that reminds me of when I worked at McDonald's. The headsets, so there'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Manager, assistant manager, they'd all have their Garth Brooks on, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and yeah, and and in your pack there was two buttons. One button Mute? was. No, one button oh. is now you're talking to everybody that has a headset on plus the person that's in the drive-thru. Oh, my God. The other button is you're just talking to the people in the drive-thru <laughs> and not the person who's at the drive-thru. Oh, my God. So somebody would come to the drive-thru and, and you'd press the drive-thru button like, hello, welcome to McDonald's. We're gonna, can I take your order, please? And then they would say something like, oh, and then you would press the other button and go, oh, <laughs> and just do an impression of that person who's talking in the drive-thru. Oh, I'll get a fucking three big bags and a fucking... And then you'd press the other button and go, that'll be 13, 12. Thank you, sir. And then the next we, person would come. We had to say- I'm going to get, uh, how much, what M- how much MSG is in a filet of fish? And then I'd press the other button. How much, fucking go somewhere else, you fat cunt. And then press the other button. 
Um, I'm not sure, sir. We'll give you the brochure when you get to the window. Thank you very much. That'll be four eighty-seven. Would you like a full piece of cheese or a half a cheese? That's totally to- because oh, we, we had mute buttons on our phone, so you'd oh. be talking, and then and then they would be uh, like, then they would go on their minute rant about how angry they were, so you'd put it on mute, and you'd be like, oh fucking really? Okay, all right, I can see where you live, I can find you, I know. We used to Google map people's when they, you know who I where I who I am and how important I am, and we'd look, and they would have spent like ten thousand dollars with with us that year which is nothing for a good Neiman Marcus concert customer they would spend like in the hundreds of thousands and then they'd be freaking out and they'd be like "Ah, I am such an important person and then you would google because google earth had was new so you could see people's houses so we'd google their house and we'd be like yeah you're real special living there in that bungalow on Mockingbird Lane yeah you must be the queen (laughs) where are you yeah so, so but yeah we put them on mute all the time Oh, yeah, that was my other 9-11 joke. It was a more obscure reference, <laughs> but it was um, about the field in Pennsylvania where the fourth plane came down. <laughs> I don't remember this So one. there was like, you know, there was the three planes that hit their targets. Fun, yeah. fun, fun. And then there was the fourth plane that went down in a field uh, near an acreage in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I was like, imagine that fucking scene for the people living in the acreage seeing that plane. Like... <laughs> Where they're watching this horror unfold on the television. Like, what the fuck? What are they going to hit next? And then they look out their window and they're like, Ricky, you've been fucking around on the internet again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because they thought they were going to get hit next on a fucking acreage in Pennsylvania. Go after Ricky. Ricky shouldn't be. He's been writing weird code on Al Jazeera. So that oh was, and God. that one never got a laugh. The deep knee bend the also knee bend never is, got a laugh. I thought it was always funny. I don't know what, <laughs> I thought it was a very funny joke. People I just come out it. to have fun, right? They're not yeah. coming out to be, and that was like, you could only really, 9-11 was a, there was a weird window of like, uh, it wasn't funny at all for probably two or three months. Yeah. I think most people were like, no, that was really horrific. But then yeah. I remember people would say, well, one day we'll laugh about it. We sure do now. <laughs> we sure. Pete Davidson well, makes people jokes thought about like, it. oh His my god, like, killed in it. people are like, oh my god, this is new normal, post nine yeah. eleven, new normal, everything's different now, and uh, it really uh, went right back to exactly as petty and childish and stupid as we always oh, were. It takes you. You said this before on the podcast. It'll take like a meteorite for us all to get That's along. That's what'll again. get along. It'll be like you know yeah. a trans person trying to help a, a guy. Uh, you like know, a, a total redneck. It'll be a trans person wrapping up. A dead kid in a Confederate flag, or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're all one. We're together. Everything's. Yeah. No, I don't know. Like, and I, th- I always wonder what would it. I wonder what it would have been like if there was the internet the way it is. Like, because like they didn't have cell phones to tweet. What the fuck is happening to the tower? You know, like they didn't. Do you yeah. think that more people would have gotten out if they had like known what was going on? Like, so, so or someone if there would have been more. Hey, panic. why is there so much smoke? And because a plane hit it. Get the fuck out. Huh? Right. Yeah. Like, and all the people that were leaving messages for their loved ones and stuff, they were like, it was, it was just a like a phone. Nobody had like, they might have had well, the big brick cell. Phones. I mean, it was still like the. I mean, I watch a lot of documentaries, and to me, the best documentary ever made was that one that the French filmmakers made oh, about nine yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah, I saw it was because good. they were there on that day, yeah, and they were filming firefighters. Yeah. So they're just randomly filming firefighters because they're making some shitty like French state TV. Yeah. 
documentary about New York firefighters. What is it like for a greenhorn in the... So it was just like brand new firefighters that yeah. were going down a little drainage thing and like, oh, I like, did a gas detection. And then all of a sudden, so they were the only people that had footage of the first plane going in because it went in super yeah, low. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then they were in a fire truck in the building. Yeah. And then the whole documentary is just them. And there was people that were coming out of the, so the there was in the tower they were in, there was an elevator that was stuck. Yeah. On the main floor. And it took like 45 minutes for them to get the doors open. Yeah. And then like five people come out and they're ready to fucking freak out and be like, that's fucking who fucked up this elevator. And then they kind of walk out in rage that they couldn't get out of the elevator. And then they kind of look around and everybody's panicking. Pull, and they're like, oh, like, yeah, I guess something crazy's happening. Yeah. Today. I think it would be really weird. Like people have taken like selfies <laughs> i'm in the towers what's happening oh my god like you know what like people's last could well, that, say I mean, their last words you could say your that's the crazy thing that's, about that's, twitter you can say your last words yeah and wow. that, that that's why everything seems so much worse now yeah because tragedies are amplified like in 9 11 it was sort of like we had a few photographs of the jumpers yeah, coming out we had a few awful. we had a few phone calls from people that were calling their wife to say goodbye yeah but if something like that happened now, oh, it would be, be like so the worst thing that ever happened. It would make it so much worse because it, we it would, would have be thousands, way more real. We'd have thousands of videos of those planes of people going crying in. goodbye. Oh, my God. We'd I have think, thousands yeah. of videos of jumpers. We'd have thousands of videos of people saying their last goodbyes or yeah. whatever. Oh, my God. You, mean, you might even have a jumper selfie. Yeah, that's what I mean. Bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just do it on a boomerang. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, it's, we still have to laugh at stuff. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know. Uh, it's my 20-year high school reunion on Saturday. Oh. 20. I I didn't go to the 10 one because I was moving. Pussy don't age like wine. Pussy age like bread. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was my part about the Dave Chappelle special. I loved it because um, he, everyone was so angry about what they said about them and their friends and stuff. And then he does that joke about with R. Kelly where R. Kelly was like, Oh, this 14-year-old pussy. I love 14-year-old. Like, he said it like eight or 20 times on a video to yeah. incriminate himself. He's like... That's fun. He, and I can't remember how he gets to it, but he says something about like, no one's saying, oh, that's some great 36-year-old pussy. He's like, because it doesn't exist. Oh, <laughs> and that's... I mean, that's when I should have been like, how dare Dave Chappelle? I am a 38-year-old woman and my pussy's great. But I died laughing. It was so fucking funny. That special was good. I don't care what people say. It wasn't his best special, but oh my God, people got so upset for no reason. And I think that's the problem is nobody can laugh at themselves anymore. And that's so fucked up. You can't, he, he said, a, I don't even think of anything that he said was evil. You know, like he did use the F word to describe people, which is a lot of people do not like that, but it was an yeah, interesting I'm, perspective. I want to see a different. I want to see what a man's perspective is on a thirty-eight-year-old woman. It's going to not be great. Like I really like I. <laughs> I, I, I said it on a previous podcast. I think where I'm like the far left is not used to having people that can't bring down. That's, so that's the amplification of of this special being what it is. Yeah. Is that it's they've 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 hit a brick wall here. Yeah. Like they haven't. You know, usually they're able to attack somebody, attack the material, attack the performer. And yeah. then the performer is forced to apologize and they get to kind of like internet high five each other and move on. Yeah. But this was the first time that I can recall where 
the comedian was kind of too rich, too powerful, didn't yeah. give a fuck what they thought and yeah. said whatever they wanted and doubled down on it the following special. Yeah. So took Heat one special and then said, fuck you, I don't care the next one. Yeah. So And he blamed crowds for not having a sense of humor and I loved that bit. I loved that bit. Did you watch it? No. Oh. So yeah, he says like some sort of I, I'm not good at retelling jokes or anything, so they're probably butchering it. But he says something about like how uh he's like who are these monsters that that won't let us have fun anymore and he goes it's you guys it's the audience we're not allowed to make any comments that could be made nobody will say stuff anymore because they're terrified to be brought down by one side or the other and like the left the far left fucking loves censorship they say they don't love it, but they love censorship when it benefits their message. Yeah. They I mean, love they want to shut someone up. You cannot talk about that stuff. It's like if you tell people they can't talk about stuff, then everything is not gonna be okay. Like it'll Yeah. It, well and they they pretend to like I mean I've said it on stage before, like the kind of that far left, like they like to pretend like victimless comedy. That's what you know, like why can't you tell jokes that don't have a victim, don't punch down don't have any victims in your joke. Just have fun. Yeah. And but if you go on stage in front of a far left audience and make fun of conservatives and babies oh, and old it. people, they fucking or love abortion it. Abortion or anything. So, yeah. yeah. So they like love yeah. It. So if you make fun of a pro life person, yeah. if you make fun of a conservative, if you make fun of a baby, yeah. Like if you kill it, you can kill a fuck. You, if you if you tried to kill a thirteen year old girl, yeah. In a joke, you'd be booed off stage. If you kill a baby, if you tried to kill a baby, you're a hero. In a joke, yeah. Then it's fucking hilarious, yeah. Because you shouldn't have had that baby because babies are killing the environment. Yeah, it is really like the left so is you just very have to, hypocritical you, sometimes. So they think that like, no, I we like victimless comedy. Like, no, you just like different victims. Yeah. And I say the same thing to like conservative crowds where That's they're so like, true. these fucking, you know, liberal motherfuckers, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you can't make fun of anything anymore. You can't fucking make fun of anything. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you're but you're the same as they are. Like if I went. If I went on stage tonight and started making fun of like how ludicrous the concept of Christ as our oh, God yeah. is, you'd be like, you'd off. be fucking livid. Yeah. And they're like, well, I would be because yeah. Christ is our Lord. Yeah. And I'm like, well, the, that, that belief that you have, yeah. that faith that you have is what they have yeah. for their beliefs. Yeah. Right. It's the same sort of fervent kind of like frothing at the mouth. Like that's too far. Maybe they need to realize they're more alike than they know. Yes. Maybe that'll save the world. So, yeah, a lot of conservatives are will sit there and be like, look at the fucking left. You can't make fun of anything anymore because yeah. these fucking babies are triggered. Yeah. And it's like, but you have triggers too, Alan. Yeah, you have a lot of triggers, Alan. You got triggers too. Christ is one of your triggers. Christ is a trigger, a small dick joke. There's a lot of things that <laughs> are going to make you, That's just not funny. <laughs> Something about climate change being real. <laughs> you know, any material about climate change actually happening. <laughs> Is it's going to so make a small to... town conservative crowd go, now this is fucking yeah. dumb. This is bullshit. Yeah. No. So they all have their triggers. It, and that's they why all... comedy is like in so much pain right now. It's just that like you can't be in the middle. You can't be um, understanding of both sides in some ways. You have to pick a side right now. And it's like, well, no, I believe some of these things. And I believe some of these. I'm more this way. But like there's sometimes they make a point. And it's like if more people yeah. would just be like, okay, I'm going to listen to what you have to say and process it, and then I'll make a decision. But it's just like you listen to what someone else has to say, and you make your own judgment based on this person's biased opinion of what that yeah. person said. So it's like so funny. And now we just use it as a way to disqualify every, like, yeah. oh, look at that. So if you go online, like, 
somebody will share something and then anybody who's opposed to it will be like, oh, yeah, sure. You get it from the Washington Examiner. Yeah. The fucking. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I mean, we don't even read anything that we're sharing. Yeah. If you're on the far left and you share an article, anybody on the right is going to be like, oh, sure. You fucking blew. Like, yeah. I mean, I hate it when people like they talk about climate change and then conservatives will say, well, look at the profit motive of these scientists. And it's like, okay, 97% of the scientific community is in agreement that climate change is something that man is impacting yeah, and that we can act to change it or we can act to destroy the planet. We can do one or the other. 3% of the scientists say that's, that's not happening. Yeah, You're telling me there's more money in being with the 97% that represent the interests of a bunch of fucking broke people in <laughs> Beirut yeah. over the 3% who represent the interests of conservatives and the oil and gas industry. Yeah. You're telling me that there's more fucking money in that 97% science chunk than the three that are running around doing conference rooms for $10,000 talking about how climate change isn't real. Yeah. I fucking to you, the 3% of doctors that are scientists that are saying it's not real, they make a fucking bomb. Yeah. They make a bomb every year because they just go from conference room to conference room saying, you know, it just... Here's this. Here's a here's a graph. I made a couple graphs that I'd love you to look at. Look at where it spikes. Look at this pie chart. Eighteen oh two. You're fucking telling me. And good night, everybody. Bye. Like, <laughs> kind of just had the graphs. See ya. And the graph changed my mind that night. Wow. I just saw that spike from eighteen oh two, and he's I thought right. he's he right. is right. He spiked it, and the he's oil and right. gas industry is right. They are, and right. even conservatives that talk like. If you don't support the oil and gas industry, you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, yeah. you got your fucking phone and you got your fucking... Yeah. And it's like, I guarantee you, if extracting oil from the ground and running it around the country to make all of our products and run our cars, if that paid, like, what McDonald's paid, everybody would be like, yeah, let's, no, let's find an alternative. Yeah. Let's find an alternative. No. But because it pays fucking Six great, a year to do people are like, stuff. get yeah. in line and support the oil and gas industry. Yeah. But if if welders who worked in the oil patch made fucking twelve fifty yeah, or something, no, it would be people ridiculous. would be like, "Yeah, maybe we the should oil find sands, something." The different. oil sands look pretty gross. Yeah. So it's all money. So oh, it it's all money. your personal gain. Is yeah, I what don't keeps think anybody you... on the argument there's just like, I, like, I don't think was, yeah, fuck the planet. No, it's like, no, I would like to rent that houseboat again next summer. So uh, let's kind of beef it up a bit on the... Yeah, and the, I mean, and the hypocrisy on the left is what is basically the only thing the right ever points out, yeah. which is like, oh, you're out there in your fucking kayak and yeah. you've got your fucking phone in your hand and you're in a kayak and yeah, yeah that's oil. <laughs> it's like, okay, Randy, thanks for... <laughs> Thanks for popping that meme up again. You got anything else? Nope. That's kind of it. I'm not going to sit here because they really don't sit back and say like, isn't it pretty when the sky is filled with smog? Like no, they don't, no, they don't they, talk about like, look at the Aurora humanalis. Nobody this on this fucking... planet is just like, yeah, it doesn't seem to be getting hotter. Like serious, like serious. Nobody is just like, cannot see it. Like everybody that denies it, they can still see, but they're just like, oh, yeah, no, no, it's no, not it's... that bad. But yeah, like, but if you took profit motive out of change, it, yeah. and they, they would be like, yeah, if they were like, you know what, we need you to go fix that oil well, uh, that drill site, yeah. um, we'll give you two hundred and eighty bucks. Yeah. People would be like, you know what, nah. There's a lot of Oil's money gross. in oil, like even like uh, something called a hot shot. My my cousin did it a couple of times, and like Whoa. I was even offered it with hot shot. <laughs> 
Hot shot. Um, no. Hot shotting. Hot so shot. you could hot shot things. I could hot shot things. Um, <laughs> but it's like they give you $800 to drive up to like the border of Northwest Territories in Alberta and drop off a part for something. Yeah. So it's like a like you're a courier. But hot, and you can make like 800 bucks a day doing yeah. that. I mean, the oil and gas industry has essentially bought us off. Right? Yeah. They bought us off. Absolutely. Like if nobody, if they, if people that work in it can't see that, like, yeah, you're being rewarded to keep it going. Yeah, if it paid the same in, to be in the oil and gas industry as it did to work, you know, as a yeah. sales rep at Go Auto or yeah. something, like fuck then you'd be like, everybody would be like, fuck out, fuck oil. Yeah, like it's gross. It's dirty. Gets my hands dirty. Makes the planet seem yeah, gross. It smells bad. I guess we kind of need it, but is there anything else? Yeah, let's like, figure something else out. Um, I don't know. Oh well. Oh. Well. So what were you gonna? You had some. Yeah. You, oh, you have ideas have written I, down. Yeah, I wrote some down just in case we forgot stuff. I said it's my 20th you, high school reunion. Oh my, yeah, that's right. So, are you going? Well, I'm gonna go uh, later. Whoa, late arrival. Yeah, I don't want to. Okay, around. I think the. Well, and I can't, and I don't have anyone to go with me because Adam's working. So I'm like, oh good, yeah, I'm gonna show by myself, hooray. Uh, yeah, and then just I have, I do have a boyfriend. He's just working. I'm thinking. Oh, what does he do? What does he do? Lawyer. <laughs> He's a late night lawyer. He's a late night lawyer. <laughs> You ever seen Night Court? <laughs> but the worst part about re- reunions now is you can't lie about anything because it's all out there already on Facebook. And like, I can't go in and be like, well, I've got two kids. They're great. Um, yeah, they're beautiful. <laughs> One is ADHD. Like- We've been fully medicated. <laughs> um, yeah, like you can't lie about stuff anymore. So that's good. And I am thinner than I was in high school. And that's really all that oh, matters. Oh, that's really all that matters. That's really all really, that matters. Yeah, yeah. You, so like, you look so good. Like. Thank you. Thank you, oh my God. And then don't re- don't return it. <laughs> no, you don't return it by going like this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then this is what this is what you should do all night. Just walk up to people, hi, and then they'll be like, "Oh my God, you look so great!" And then you just go, "Thanks," and then you look them down and up, and then walk away. <laughs> I'm going to do that to at least one person. I'll be hilarious. Is there a couple of bitches that you want to smack in the puss? Um, I don't. I can't think of any people that I'd be just furious to see. Like, I don't, I had more evil people in junior high to me. Like I'd like some guys that were mean, like I had to do a comedy. Did I ever tell you this story? No, I had to do a comedy story show. I get like this gig. This woman's like, I want to have a comic come to my husband's birthday. And I had opened for someone at the comic strip. And she's like, we really want someone dirty. And he wasn't going to be there. So he kind of referred me and so she booked it and everything and I didn't like she was going to pay me good money and it was in a mansion in the West End so I'm like okay this will be fun and interesting and or awful and then I get there and I and her name her last name I'm not going to say their names but then she says her husband's name and it is a very like it's not like Derek it's like a very original weird name Cuntler yeah Cuntler she goes (laughs) oh it's Cuntler he'll be here soon and I was just like Cutler so and so and he's she's like yeah that's my husband I was like great and this guy was so mean to me in junior, like, oh. just like he would like make he and this group of dudes would like make me like call me fat and make me cry every day oh, they're gonna say come no no never they would okay. those guys could never make me come anyway but, <laughs> <laughs> but um no but so it, it was him and thank god i had a friend i brought a friend with me because like i was like oh my god this is oh that's and awful. so then he he doesn't realize though that i'm the special guest oh, so then and it's his birthday so then they bring uh, me out to the living room and like here's your comedian kathleen mcgee and you can see his face just go like 
Oh. Because oh, he's an adult now, and you realize, no, I was an asshole. Or did he, you don't. Did he apologize? He didn't apologize, but he was very nice to me after the show, and he gave me some drugs and stuff, so that's nice. Like that's he, quite nice. But he's like a, he was a rich kid. Like His parents had a very big business, and now he is a rich adult because of parents. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I was just like, oh, this is so weird. That's what weird. I always think is funny when people are like, when that rich kid grows up, he's going to learn some fucking lessons about what life is. And yeah. I'm like, his parents no, will not. never allow him to learn those like, lessons. Like, there's a Baroness Von Sketch uh, sketch that's really good where they're like, they're doing like a TED Talks with some innovators, uh, 40 and under. And it's all these people that are like, well, tell us the secret to your success. Well, so I had this idea for this uh, business and I just really wanted to do it. So my parents gave me $5 million and it just clicked. It just happened. And it's like, they go through three people and they're all just like, well, my parents are rich. And it's just uh, like, it's so funny yeah. because like, yeah, I know comics that are still in comedy because their parents are rich. Not because well, it's they're like, good at no it. No disrespect to com- Canadian comedians that move to LA. Cause I mean, a lot of them do deserve yeah. respect and credit. But it's but, expensive what, to do but, that. But when I was in LA with somebody, like I was there for like a fucking a cup of coffee for like literally a week or something. Yeah. And uh, you went so, for a cup of coffee for a week. Yeah, it was it was good coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then somebody that was there was like, "Man, you got to give these Canadian comedians credit c- coming down here and grinding it out." And I'm like. I would honestly have to know how much money their parents have before I would give them any of that credit. Yeah. If their parents are as broke as my parents are, then I give them a ton of credit for uprooting their lives and, you know, moving to somewhere and not the kind of the great cheap. You can't do it alone. I don't care what anybody says, especially on a comedian salary. Like there's no way that you can, I tried it and it's not, and I had so much help from my parents and comedian salary is so bad that it's not a salary. There's no way you can be down in LA (laughs) even with your green card or whatever and be like surviving. Like oh, I remember yeah. when I went there and I was like, Oh, rent is going to be $1,800 a month. And I was just like, Oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm I can gonna... last for three months here. I, like, I, I, I that's just my life savings. Hi, we need your green card. Like I ate it with cheese whiz. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to eat my green card. I was so hungry. Yeah. It's there's, there's no way that you can't do that without help. And I like a little bit. Yeah. I know a lot of comedians that went down to LA and they, I think that they do have some help back home. Like, I mean, luck. That's I'm not lucky talking about them. like your dad gives you a little bit here, and I'm talking about like Pays your rent. Yeah, like, you're loaded. Yeah. in L.A. Yeah, you know, like I don't, you know, I don't, I wouldn't give them credit. Yeah, but people that are still like, oh my god, yeah, my mom and dad helped me out a little bit, but I'm still fucking grinding hard. I'm still, I'm my my parents have saved my hide a few times, but like they could never like make it. Easy street. They couldn't make it rain. No, No, they couldn't make it rain. But like (laughs) my mom co-signed on a car for me because I don't have a credit history that is good enough. (laughs) That's another thing for bad credit rating. But uh, but no, like my my mom has helped me. My like I've been bailed out a few times by my family, uh, but not to the point where I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm never going to get bad again. Like, it's just always like, no, I'm yeah. always going to need help. Oh, it's a repeating cycle of financial pain. <laughs> yeah, it's Yeah, because I got, like, today, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't really, you know, I try not to think about money too much. But then today, like, one of my kids needs braces. Yeah. seventy six. Oh, it's no. seven, it's $7,600. But what about that place where you just go in and they give you those clips and it's only 200 bucks? Where's that? What are those? They're everywhere now. Invisalign. They're like, here, come and get. It's like it ends up being like twelve hundred bucks, but you only pay like hundred. And they just pop it in. What and do you it mean? Fix it. What do you just you just go there and they just give it to you? 
Yeah, it's like box stores now. You can go in and like, or you can, they send you a mold maybe online and you. Are you serious? So you can go to like Invisalign.com and I cut out, so. cut out the orthodontist yeah, entirely? Look around. Don't go straight to an orthodontist. This is what the orthodontists don't want you to know about. Oh, really? But maybe it doesn't so work So do for you kids. know this or are I've you just like. I've seen ads for it. Like I've talked to people who have considered doing it. I'm going to be like online braces, teeth straightening, <laughs> turf straightening. Turf. Get my turf straight. No. So anyway, it was like $7,600, oh which God. is fine. That is not fine. And then I call it Blue Cross because, you know, I have their fucking plan B coverage or something. SmileDirectClub.ca. That's what I always hear ads for. A straightener smile for $110 a month. Yeah. Make a good impression. Get aligned. Smiles are forever. Book a scan. Order a kit. So, like, I guess you can do it. Check it. See if kids can do it. And we'll check it out. Look in the FAQ section, though. Don't ask. Don't call them. Don't ask. Some (laughs) non-frequently asked question, you fucking moron. (laughs) No. So, yeah. I I mean, it's so I call up Blue Cross, and I'm like, hi, I'm just wondering about my coverage. Oh, you have none of it. No. And I'm like, I don't have any orthodontic coverage. She's like, no, zero. I'm like, what do I... And I'm like, I... I was like, I pay $240 a month. And like, what do I use? Like, yeah. And she's like, and then this is the worst part. She's like, oh, okay. Let's just look at your plan here. And then she's like, naturopath, homeopath. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding. So you can go to a naturopath. I have naturopathic and homeopathic. <laughs> you don't have dental. Oh, oh my, my God. God. This world is fucked. This I have naturopathic so and homeopath, like things that only exist because girls can bring their dogs to the clinic. <laughs> And that's all I fucking have is I have this fucking lady brings Coco to the fucking, you know, like lady brings Coco and gets to talk to a lady for a whole oh hour my God. about her problems. And then she gets a vial of memory water and that, and I have 100 percent coverage on that memory agua. Oh, well, then go get some memory water and get. Yeah, I'm going to get my holistically <laughs> holistic braces. Go take your kid. Yeah, go take your kid into a naturopath and be like, natural, naturopathic braces. Well, what you're going to need. Well, we do... took another x-ray and they haven't changed a fucking millimeter. <laughs> what you're going to need to do is rub turmeric on your. Gums. There's a reason why naturopaths <laughs> don't do anything that shows. You know what I mean? Like anything that you could take an MRI and figure out it doesn't do anything. Guess what? Homeopaths ain't doing it. <laughs> Otherwise, there would be a naturopathic dental clinic where they'd be like, my tooth is in excruciating agony. Like, here, let me just rub a leaf on it. And then, oh, that's so much the you same, you cunt. So much the same, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you ridiculous. imagine I, this is a ins- naturopathic dentist? All insurance is a, cl- is a scam. Hi there. I'm a homeopathic orthodontist. <laughs> I take x-rays with these crayons. I just do some Reiki over your cheeks and then yeah, you got to Yeah, I do a little fucking cheek Reiki and then <laughs> I straighten your smile. Doesn't he look so much better than an original photograph? Like, I think it looks the fucking same. Like, don't be like that, Randy. Oh my God, Randy's really getting shit on today. Randy, take Coco and get out of here. Honestly, insurance is a scam. All of, of it course is a scam. It is. Yeah, it's it's so fucking stupid. Even car insurance. I'm, so I got my car that I still don't have, by the way. I still don't yeah. have my fucking car that I bought like two months ago. But anyway, uh, so <laughs> I bought, uh, I uh, I went to insure it and then I get it in the mail 
my insurance and I look at what my new premium is and it's like $435 a month. And I nearly shit my pants. I almost shit my pants. Why is it that much? Well, then I look and it said vehicle one, vehicle two. So the idiot on the other line thought that I kept my van and then just added this one. Like, yeah, I'm really going to keep a 20-year-old vehicle and get a new one. Anyway, so then I'm like. What, do I look like a cosigner? Exactly. <laughs> so then, she, so then I called them and she's like, "We actually caught that mistake. We saw it." I'm like, "Well, why didn't anybody tell me?" But anyway, so we saw. So we're we're getting it fixed. So then I get a week later or a couple days later, I get the new package and I look, and it's like three hundred and fifty dollars a month. And I was oh no, three hundred dollars a month. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I look, and it says vehicle one, vehicle two. And I'm like, so I called her up, and I'm like, "It still says vehicle one, vehicle two. And she goes. Oh, but if you look that there, there is a negative dollar amount for uh, that vehicle for rebating or whatever. And then I'm like, and so I said, so $300 a month is how much it costs to insure me with zero tickets, zero accidents anymore, nothing. $300 a month. And she goes, yeah, because it's a newer vehicle. And I'm like, $300 a month to insure a vehicle for a driver with a clean and record. And it's not crazy new. It's 2014. Exactly. And it's she's like, like, yeah, no, that's the normal rate. And I was like, Okay. And then I just hung up. I'm like, you fucking pieces of shit in insurance. Yeah. So oh, no coverage. No dude, orthodontic coverage. It makes me want to get into car accidents. Because oh, I swear to God, I keep it. paying into earn all it. this shit. And then I just want... <laughs> I'm going to hit a pedestrian soon. <laughs> Watch out. Sorry. Don't worry. It's covered by insurance. Because like, you would think that in, with insurance, if you don't make a claim for five years, they give you like $1,000 You know what would be funny back. is hit a pedestrian Fuck. hard. <laughs> And then when they get up, like, take a look at where you've damaged them and go, like, I don't think that's over a thousand. So <laughs> I don't know if the police need to get involved because healthcare is oh free. Oh, my God. So you can get that fixed free, right? Oh, my God. Like, I, I, I remember when I got, like, uh, in, remember my Saturn? Yes. My little Saturn. So I got, it was, like, in April and there was, like, a, a freezing rain and I was stopped at a stop sign. And I looked behind me, and this girl was coming for me. I'm like, oh, she is not stopping. Like, I don't think she realized how icy the roads were. And so I just was like, okay, here we go. And I got slammed. She slammed into the back of me. Destroyed the back end of my vehicle. And then the insurance company, I was just like, please just give me the money. So then I'll just go buy a newer vehicle, and I'm fine with that. They're like, no, we're going to fix it. I'm like, you're going to fix it? I'm like, they quoted it as $5,000 to fix it. That car is not worth like $1,200. And they're like, no, we're going to fix it. And I was like, can I just please have like $1,000 so we get a new car? And they're like, no, we're going to fix it. So they fixed it. <laughs> like, why oh though? God. Like, what is the fucking reasoning behind that? Like, my car was not worth how much it cost to fix that car. And then I just sold it a couple of years later for like $1,200, which is what it was worth. Like, you know I'm talking about a car, not a cat, right? Yeah, like, I'm like, kill the car. Why kill the shit. car? We're Euthanize fine. it and Let's keep put it. Put this car down. Yeah. Mama wants a PT Cruiser. I no, tried a PT Cruiser convertible because I just wanted a convertible so bad. And then I was like, I test drove it. It was awful. I'm like, I don't want a convertible. I wanted bad. a convertible so bad. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you I fucking, still do. Yeah, with your little broomstick in mid-January, like... I gotta get that snow off. It's so cold in I here. I know it's stupid to have a convertible in Edmonton. Oh no, Johnny Softtop. If you Soft had a garage, it would make sense. Johnny Softtop. <laughs> Johnny Softtop. He's You're it's freezing. Around. It's freezing. Yeah, yeah. I, get I gotta it. go to trivia. Okay, so we gotta scratch this real quick then. 
Scratch it and win. Okay, I doubled down. I, this is a $10 ticket because we won $5 last week. This one's called One Million Royale. Ooh. So we could win a million dollars. Royale. But the thing is, they are not like they used to be where it's like... One day we're going to win so much money that we're just going to laugh about our old podcast. I know. Remember when we were like laugh like $7,600? Remember when we thought that was a lot of money? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I can't wait for that day. Remember when we thought 7600 for braces was a real... <laughs> hey, Sean, did you ever look at that online thing? Nah. No, I just, just gave them 7600 I sprayed it in their face. <laughs> All tens. <laughs> That's what I should fucking do, is pay them the $7,600, but all fives. Oh, yeah, you should. Or all pennies. They can't say no. Well, they pennies, they can probably say pennies. They have to accept pennies? Don't you still have to accept them? I don't know. I don't know. Nickels, at least. I don't think I would go pennies. Dimes are worse than nickels, though. I think they're small and itty. And they would itty. really fuck my kids' teeth up if I did that. No, do it after. Give though. them the Dracula tray. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, what's the Dracula <laughs> tray? That's the line that turns you into a blood-sucking animal. Oh my god, this takes a long time. It really does. I gotta start doing arms. I went and saw a movie called Britney Runs a Marathon. Spears? <laughs> no, not Britney Spears Runs a Marathon. Oh. This, anyway, it was really good. It's about an overweight girl that ran a marathon, and I related to it a lot. And I'm bawling watching this movie, but it was really good. Now I want to run, but I'm like, I'm going to go for one run. I'm like, no. So what do we have to do here? Oh, we got a matchy match. match a match. number. Do you see any that match? Uh, of course not. 32, 9, oh, 46. for fuck's sakes. We just, you know. We just can't catch a break, can we? No. Not, can't, not even enough to get... Not even one a, fucking tray on that. Yeah, like not even a twenty dollar break. No, oh, this is ridiculous. You don't, I don't see anything either. But I will take it to double verify. But yeah, oh yeah, you've got to double verify. Double verify. You never know. In case know. that forty seven is actually a forty eight. Sorry, this one. Look at this. It's pretty though. There. It's kind of pretty. But don't. I won't spread it everywhere. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy trivia. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's that'll pay for three percent of braces. <laughs> <laughs>